What's up, lovers and haters, and welcome to episode 47 of the I Love It Here, I Hate It Here podcast. My name is Connor, and I'm joined today by the man who inspired Vanilla Ice to write, Turn Off the Lights and I'll Glow, from twitch.tv slash mavistweaking, it's Steven. That was just uncalled for. That was just unnecessary. The lights and, and maybe tra- the if I did like close off all the windows and made it super dark, I'd probably glow. Dude. Yeah, I would. I'd glow. So You're probably scientists probably want to study you for stuff. Yeah, not the good stuff. Not the good stuff. I yeah. mean, how useful would it be? You should probably go to space. Honestly, if they're going to send anybody to space, they should send you because you'd be easy to see. Yeah, because it like if they sent me out, you know, um, in episode eight or whatever, where Leia's floating through. Space and it's like glimmering and stuff. That'd be me. Yeah, like I'd be Edward Cullen, but outside in space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. A nice Twilight Star Wars crossover that fans have been asking for. <laughs> right. Well, we're getting a Twilight uh, Batman crossover, so it's only what we could want. And we yeah. have Kristen Stewart playing Princess Diana. So what more could we want? She may win an Academy Award. Yeah, that movie looks really good. She looks yeah. really good in it. So, I'm are you big into like the royal family? No. You're not close with him at all. I um, could not care less, to be honest with you. Same about the with family. me. I so I like to watch stuff that seems to be good. And so the crown has been really big in the past couple of years. It gets sweeps Emmy Awards every year. Yeah. And I just can't bring myself to watch it. I just, I just I'm not interested in it at all. I don't care about these British royals. Like, why does anybody care about them? Yeah. So I have a few coworkers that like it at the credit union. And they're like, oh, you should watch it since you like history. And I'm like, I just have I love British like film and TV shows and stuff, but just the historical element of the crown, I just don't feel like trudging through it because I'm sure it's good. I'm sure I would enjoy it, but I just don't want to do it. Yeah, I'm sure it's like well written and they're all posh and everything, but <laughs> it's just not interesting to me. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Um, but I might actually check out Spencer, which is the name of the Kristen Stewart Princess Diana movie, just because the trailer looks good. Because it's about, I think it's about the weekend where she decides to break up with the creep Prince Charles. Wait, is Spencer her last name? Spencer's her maiden name. Yeah. Do the royals have last names? What is Queen uh, Elizabeth's last name? Uh, Hold on, I'm looking it up right now. We I are doing, truly have no idea. We are doing live um, fact checking right here. Queen <sighs> Elizabeth. It's, it's probably just like, t- it's probably a hyphenated name going back many years because of the incest and stuff like there's only been two families that have gotten married again and again yeah her last name she was born she's the daughter of victoria or elizabeth the first yes she was born elizabeth alexandra mary windsor mary windsor so queen elizabeth's last name is windsor okay that makes sense that sounds like a very british last name i guess my whole life i thought that the royals did not have last names so pe- people might not be watching this right now. They probably are. If you are, shouts out to our NSA agent. But you're just like looking off to the side because you have somebody else in the room with you, right? Yeah, my mom. I was wondering if she was seeing. Did you know that the royals had last names? Yes. Of course I did. She said, of course you did. I don't know if you heard that or not, but I just found out. You let me go nearly 27 years of my life without knowing that the royals had last names. It never came up in conversation. <laughs> She said it never came up in conversation. So that's uh, where my early childhood education came from. Well, <laughs> what? regardless, we do not care about the Royals here on I Love It Here, I Hate It Here. So uh, good luck to them. And we do not care. <laughs> what about um, 
there's a new show midnight mass with have you heard anything about that it's like from the guy that did fly manor and haunted hillside no, or the Hilltop haunted of hill or... house yeah. uh yeah you know it's all over netflix netflix does this really subtle thing where anything that they make is just thrown all over the front page um yeah. i've been watching squid game but i haven't watched midnight mass yet i heard squid games is good or squid game but i've not watched that either the only reason i ask about um midnight mass is because the main dude zach guilford everyone says that i look like him he played matt saracen in friday night lights He's QB1, and everyone's like, oh, you kind of look like him. So maybe I'll just watch that and see if I see the resemblance. But also, as per our conversation last week, paranormal stuff is my cup of tea. But I put like on Instagram, I was like, hey, what should I watch? And a lot of people said Bly Manor and Haunting of Hillside, Hilltop. Hill House. Hill House. (laughs) Hillside or Hilltop is something from the walking dead and that is ending soon so that's been on my mind tyreek hill got you another touchdown so now you've got 35 points with him alone oh and snap. i am zist right now man i'm so <laughs> mad I'm if so anyone mad. didn't pick up i play connor in fantasy football this week so we are actually mortal enemies right now yeah but... we are i'm trying to psych you out right now <laughs> um and it's not working because i'm just getting my cheeks beat uh <laughs> anyways we do have some albums to talk about yeah, yeah, let's let's get into something here. So last week, Stephen, you recommended The Chief by Jadena. Yes, yes. So American Nigerian hip hop artist slash actor. I really only knew him from Classic Man, but I gotta say, pretty pretty fun. There's um a few songs I want to give special shouts out to. A little bit more. That sounded is, like it should be played in a club. That is definitely a, a booty shaking jam. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so shouts out to that. And I'm glad you brought up the Nigerian bit because he like, you know how on Spotify it does like behind the lyrics. Yes. I didn't know this, but he um, in that song, he says some words that are part of Nigerian pidgin English. Do you know what pidgin English is or like what pidgin is in language? I vaguely do. I, I couldn't tell you any sort of like attempt at describing it, but like I've heard pidgin English and things like that, but I don't know exactly what it is. It's supposed to be kind of like what Spanglish is. Like if you have two groups of folks who don't speak common languages, but they kind of overlap and bring different languages together. I guess that's like a pidgin language. Okay, that makes so, sense. Yeah, he does. He does some Nigerian pidgin English in this. So shouts out to that. That's cool. Yeah, I liked um that song a lot. You know, I almost, almost, almost put in the category of no skips. Really? I didn't. Okay. I didn't. But. Mm-hmm. I love this album a lot. Um, the chorus from the song Helicopter sounded very Akon. Sounded like it was very Akon-esque. Um, Chief Don't Run, I mean, Trampoline, Bambi, a little bit more was great. Uh, Long Live the Chief is just yeah. so very good. And then Safari, another great song. It just like kept going over and over. And he was like genre hopping. He was singing and then he was rapping. And then you could tell that he took some inspiration from his Nigerian roots and mm-hmm. just kind of also had some really, really, really great production on it. Uh, the features all came from like within his label. Everyone that was on there was part of his label. Like Jamel, Janelle Monet is on his label. I don't know if it's like his, his label, but the label he's signed to. Right. And a lot of them also had roots in like African roots. So that was also very cool to get them involved as well. And I just really, really liked it. Did I think that he has one of the best voices I've heard. Just like he has a very unique sounding voice. And in the music world, that gets you very, very far. What uh, what year did that come out, The Chief? 2017, I think. I feel like I haven't heard anything from him other than Classic Man. He came out with this. Classic Man came out in 2016. The, the album came out in 2017. He released another album in 2019 that I've admittedly not listened to. 
But yeah. I heard it was good, but I've not listened to it. Sure. Cool. So that was Jadena. Uh, did you get a chance to listen to Crazy Sexy Cool by TLC? I did. How many times platinum do you think this went without looking at the sheet, even though you probably already saw it? I know it's multiple times platinum. I'm going to... Okay, what is a platinum a million? Platinum's a million records sold. I want to say five, five times platinum. 12. 12 times... 12 wait, million 12? records sold. That's like wow. Shouts unheard out of. Yeah. And I think that streaming messed it all up when streaming became popular. Yeah. Like, I think that yeah. if Drake was not on streaming, like his stuff would probably do huge numbers like that, like 5 million, five times platinum and everything like that. But now with streaming, it's all sort of all wonky, but 12 times platinum, that's pretty good. I don't know TLC outside of like waterfalls and no scrubs. Like, yeah. I know Left Eye is a member of the, the group. I don't know she the died. other two numbers. Yeah, I did know that. So. Yeah. It was yeah, good. No, yeah, no. I you bringing up the fact how many times they went platinum makes sense because my research for for TLC brought up the fact that they're they're the best selling American girl group of all time. Really, I guess like more than Destiny's Child. Yeah, that's the most surprising part. Would be Destiny's Child, like way, way, way more than more Destiny's than Danity Child. Kane. <laughs> oh my God, Danity Kane. Uh, are they American? Are they? I thought that was a. British group. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh sorry, the yeah, Pussycat TLC, Dolls. They're are they American? buttons? I don't know. Dude, buttons <laughs> is the record the song of the the week. No, that's um, awesome. That's no, some good I songs. Liked, I like Crazy Sexy Cool, digging on you. I mean, there's a couple of songs on here that are just like straight up bedroom anthems. Yeah. Very, very erotic. Switch, uh, Switch was good. I think if I was your girlfriend was a great song. Waterfalls, yeah. obviously. Those are all very they had some very classic 90s style hip hop beats on here and R&B beats that, like you said, kind of were more for the romance and the intimacy in the bedroom, which I mean, for an album called Crazy Sexy Cool, that makes sense. I don't know if you picked up on this, but there was an they had a few interludes. One of them was the sexy interlude mm-hmm. where the gal called the guy and he's like, I'm at work. I got to go. And he's like, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, she's like, oh, yeah. And trying to like keep him what's on the your phone. Name? And like he, yeah, he's like, what's your name? Person, and yeah. they're like, you're sexy. And they're like, yeah. what's your name? Right. And then it just, she flushed the toilet at the end. I wanted to tell you that I think that albums that have like ringtones in it, like somebody's calling somebody. Yeah. Undefeated. Undefeated. Confessions, Confessions by Usher has some cell yeah. phone usage in there. Undefeated yeah. album. It's like one of the uh, best R&B albums ever. What about, didn't Soldier Boy have a song with a ringtone? Kiss me through the phone, probably. Okay, so that was on Undefeated. an album that was trash. Undefeated that, album. That, nope. so, that song itself is really good. The ringtone, like, cancels out any sort of trash that the album is, and just makes it certified greatest album of all time. You know, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on that. <laughs> I just want to give a couple more words on Crazy Sexy Cool. Uh, you brought up Switch. I really liked how it has an organ in it. Yes, I think the organ's an underutilized instrument in popular music today. Yeah. I think, you know, I know you're not very religious. I'm not really very religious anymore at this point, but I used to go to mass every Sunday and I don't really get down with a lot of like the traditional Catholic music. I think it's kind of like puts me to sleep, but sometimes the organist would just go ham at the end of like, as people are walking away, it's kind of like a freestyle, just yeah. And I gotta say, listen to that song. I was like, man, I'm sure the organist from Holy Trinity Catholic church in Bay City, Michigan could really get down on a track. She probably could. I just want to invite uh, whoever that is. If you're still alive, probably not to on the podcast. (laughs) Oh, you, I know like Andre 3000. I do. Did you catch his feature on this project? I did not until I just saw your note. 
Yep. The last track, Something Wicked, Andre is on there. So he would have been like 17 years old. What do you, what I don't, this was like, like this in, came out in 94, I thought. Yeah. And then they come with like Atlanteans in 98. He's, he's probably in his 20s. I don't know. Let's what see. is uh, another, was? another live fact check? Andre 3000 in 1994. Okay. He would have been 19. Yeah. More than 75. His voice sounds the same as he does yeah. now. His voice uh, has been an, like a, a middle-aged voice since he was 19. <laughs> He's up there with Lupe when that when he just rhymes. It just sounds like they're saying poetry but making it more musical. I wish, He's got a great voice for him. I would love if like Lupe and Andre came up with an app where you could you could have them record like your shopping list, your grocery <laughs> shopping list. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Don't forget the white rice. Right. <laughs> And the oatmeal. Uh, yeah. So, what do you got for this week? This week, I have a Kanye West recommendation. A little-known artist. We've never talked about him. This is Kanye West's best okay. project of all time. Whoa. Okay. 808s and Heartbreak. We are listening to 808s and Heartbreak by Kanye West. Mm-hmm. You like? I figured, you like a co- I figured since we were ending the podcast, I needed to recommend one Kanye album. I don't know if we did or not. I think we might have talked about them, but I don't think yeah. we actually recommended one uh eight weights and heartbreak is probably like aside from his newer things like yay and Yeezus or yay and what life of mine or i don't even know what the other ones are um yeah other than those are those are probably like his most divisive 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 album Mm -hmm. in his Mm -hmm. career is eight weights and heartbreak you and i kind of go back and forth on it i think you like it more now than you used to oh 100 when i first no so I figured this out not that long ago, but like the the artist that I bought the most albums of when I was younger was Kanye. Like one of my first rap albums was Late Registration. And then I bought my brother for Christmas. Like I think back-to-back years were Graduation and then 808s and Heartbreaks. Uh, and I remember listening to 808s the first time. And I liked, I liked the basic stuff, like the pop, uh, Love Lockdown, uh, heartless i like the song with um see you in my nightmares yeah with lil wayne and i hated some songs like street lights i hated that song when i first heard it that was my favorite song that is my favorite song on the album now uh so i've come around on it i think that's one of my favorite projects street lights is probably in my top three favorite kanye songs it's really good yeah it's fantastic so those that don't know it's an r&b song or r&b album mainly and uses a lot of auto-tune on it so that's where it's kind of divisive yeah what is yep. your uh, recommendation for us? Mine is a self-titled album by Miramasa. So Miramasa is he's born from, he's like from a UK island. He's not from the actual island of the UK, but he's from like another one off the coast or something. Um, I think I've sh- I think you've listened to something of his, right? Did you listen to the song with ASAP Rocky that's called like Lovesick? No. No. Okay. You you hopefully you listen to it this week. So. Yeah, it's kind of like electronic. He, he doesn't actually say anything himself on the albums. He produces and like brings people in, like kind of like a Calvin Harris and the, the greatest Geta. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled does he produce stuff or does he just kind of throw his name on it and throw his? <laughs> we he does like the ad lib stuff. Yeah, DJ Khaled is. Listen, he gets a lot of flack for some of the stuff he does and says, rightfully so. Yeah, but whatever he's doing. Is working. I don't know what does he have blackmail on like everybody? <laughs> How do know. people he, just 
throw him on every track. It doesn't like, does make he sense. pay? Do you think he pays them to come on the track, or do you think they pay him? What are they paying? What services is he providing? Is he like a really good caterer in the studio? <laughs> <laughs> what is he? Hey, okay, man, freaky fast. Got some Jimmy John's coming through. If you want to come what? and record a few bars, <laughs> what is going on with DJ Khaled? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, Miramasa by Miramasa. Okay, I'll check it out. Um, I got some. Uh, I got some loves and hates for you. I'll Bring go first. it, dude. Bring it. So my first love is something that you and I can both kind of relate on, and that's Five Guys. Dots. Oh. Five, five guys, guys, burgers, and fries. I should say not five just five guys, guys, burgers, and fries. We've talked about five guys several times on this pod. I'm so happy that you finally got to experience it. Well, moving down to the Detroit area, it kind of opens up here. Horizons to cuisine that you've never had before. <laughs> I say, oh, like, you mean, you I mean, restaurants, <laughs> restaurants you don't really eat from because it's not like a five guys local. My coworker, Kevin loves five guys. Like I always told him I've never eaten at five guys. And he's like, wow, you should really eat at five guys. That's Colin, uh, Kevin's impersonation. Mm. But I finally went there. I'm so sorry. Kevin. They have fantastic shakes, fantastic fries. The Cajun fries are yes. freaking fantastically yeah. tasty. I never had five guys. And since I moved down there, I've had it like twice in four weeks, which is, I, I don't know if that's it's good. Whoa, it's good. Shocking, I mean, it's but... really good for you. Yeah. I think we've talked about this in a chat, a group chat, one of the seven we're part of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that if if you if you need to find out if you have a peanut allergy, you go to Five Guys because you'll find out very quickly. <laughs> Everything is made with peanut oil. They throw in a million fries into yeah, a, a little a bag. bag of fries, frag, fry bag, bag of fry fries. bag, fry bag, fry bag. <laughs> and also, I also want to just combine another food thing. Moving down there is local to like a Trader Joe or like there's Trader Joe's everywhere. Yeah, they have pretzel bagels at Trader Joe's and they are delicious. Are you a Trader Joe's guy? Fantastic. I went there once. Tanner was like, hey, you want to go to Trader Joe's? And I was like, sure. And I went there and got some tasty treats. They have like frozen mac and cheese bites, um, frozen fried vegetable rice, which is good. Um, I'm saying um a lot. I like the pretzel Um, pretzel bagels, though. Bananas, apples, all that fun jazz. Trader Joe's. So TJ's, you know, when you grow up in a, a small a, a metropolis say, of like, a city <laughs> yeah right We're all it's like metropolis. oh 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 for mcdonald's every three inches but now we have nothing it's like mcdonald's wendy's and burger king but you know it's whatever it's fine yeah uh is it fine you know i don't <laughs> <laughs> i wish there was a trader or a trader joe and like a five guys in bay city so when i went back to visit i could scarf down some of that food but you know we can't always get what you want uh so this guy that i I didn't really grow up with him, but his dad like lived across the street from me. And so he would sometimes be there when he wasn't at his mom's. Um, but he's a chef now. Ooh. And uh, he and I don't really keep in touch, but I see him on Facebook. So we basically, that's how we keep in touch. Uh, yeah. No active engagement. It's like one of those passive things where I feel like I know everything that's going on in this life. <laughs> uh, but we don't actually speak to each other. Right, you exactly. Know? As things. you do. Anyway, anyways, he's uh, he's a chef. He's been doing the chef thing for a while and he posted on Facebook like, hey, Bay City folks, what kind of food restaurant would you welcome in the area? And honestly, I was expecting like, oh, we need more Italian or Americana. But I wasn't I was kind of impressed. There were people coming out the wazoo who were like, we need Indian. And I, okay. I want to just give my verbal approval of that, that uh, Bay City would definitely rock an Indian place. I know I personally would come back. I would fly back home just to support an Indian place. <laughs> Grand opening and everything. I would fly back for it. Yeah. Well, speaking of Michigan, I have a hate it here for Michigan. Oh boy. What is it? The, uh, the Michigan left turn. 
Michigan Not, left turn. You know, when you, you can't do like a U-turn or you can't turn left, it has you go right to turn left. Kind oh, of like yeah, in yeah. Cars turn right to go left for, you yeah. know, when he's practicing on the dirt track and Doc Hudson's like, uh, was that floating like a butterfly or steaming, stinging like a beamer? Steaming like a beam? <laughs> and he goes, you turn right to go left. And then Lightning McQueen is like, okay. And then he turns right and he just like flies off of the, anyway, the, a Michigan left. So I don't mind the Michigan left. I understand that it's kind of to break up like the boulevard or the highway. It kind of originated back in 1960s. Typically a divided highway or boulevard in which you go right because it's tricky to turn left. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't like it because being new to an area, I've missed so many turns because I don't know like where I'm going. And it's like, oh, I'll get in the left lane. And then I get in the left lane, but it was actually like a left turn, like a Michigan left. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm struggling here. So I uh, I got lost a few times. Well, fortunately, I have this mini computer right in front of me that I can use to go places, mm-hmm. but it was rough. Like I was touring around, going to check out some apartments and, you know, we got turned around. You know, we have something somewhere here in the garden state called the jug handle. It's like a similar pattern. Like you come off, like if you're going straight, you come off to the right and then you take a left rather than going straight and taking a left. You come off to the right and then take a left. Okay. That's interesting. It's interesting. Like, I don't really know who could come up with like roads and stuff. Like you have to be such an intricate mind. Like I know that some cities, I don't know if you know much about like London, the history of London, but there's a great London fire and London used to have all of their buildings were created with wood. And this was probably back in like the 1800s, maybe. They had a bunch of their cities were created in wood. So once something caught on fire, it would just be a tinderbox for everything to catch on fire. Mm-hmm. So when they were going to rebuild the town, they came up with the grid. So this is like the first initial thing of the grid, how it was like block by block by block. And then it had avenues and things like that. So New York City took that from London and so forth. But I don't know how I got off on that tangent. I like history. So anyway. You bring it up the road though in these michigan lefts and you're talking about like what kind of mind has to plan a city like that i wanted to introduce you to a game that i i'm playing on my ipad that's my love here is my ipad (laughs) so there's this game i don't know if it's going to show up on the screen or not probably not because i'm doing this background thing but it's called mini motorways okay and the entire point of it is you can pick a city you can pick like la or beijing or abu dhabi or whatever and you have to connect homes and offices and buildings and you have to build bridges and you have like limited resources and it's a fun game and the only reason i bring it up is because it somewhat connects to your last thing and i want to segue (laughs) into this but i love my ipad i just got it if you like that game you'd love city skylines which is like a city building thing where you connect a bunch of roads and like you can connect pipes and everything and you just like build a city and try to make it thrive you'd like that a lot so anyway uh, city skyline (laughs) you'd love it here way far I'm holding. Okay, so people, if you're watching this, you see that I'm holding the mic now. Stephen uh, did this last week, and I think it sounded cool. He had a better vibe to him, so I'm 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 copying him. It feels better. It feels more organic to hold the microphone. It like does. your voice sounds better. Does my voice sound good? Like your voice is. You're like holding. It's like you're doing stand up. Yeah, I, that's a lot of pressure, though. You you're expected to be funny if you're doing stand up. Yeah, but I mean, our Unless podcast isn't. Our podcast isn't good, so yeah, that's true. It's not that's like we have much it. to live up to. It's just that's us talking in rooms. You're making great points, Stephen, and I appreciate that. Um, why do you, why yeah, do you I just it? do you have? Have you ever had an iPad? Has your family I, ever had them? Yes, we've had an iPad, and then my mom had a work iPad, but I haven't had an iPad like specifically for me. Yeah. Like I've not owned an iPad myself. I'd recommend it. I mean, yeah. maybe not because you have you have a lot of devices as it is. Yeah, and uh, 
have to pay for school and stuff. You have to pay for school. You got you got other stuff going on. You're res- you're fiscally responsible. I am not. But <laughs> a couple of things I like about it: screen time hacks. You, me, and two friends. We have a fitness group chat where at one point we were doing like push-ups and sending videos to each other to like challenge each other to get fit. We don't really do that anymore, but we yeah. do. <laughs> Every Sunday morning, I wake up to screenshots of the boys' uh, iPhone screen time reports. And it's yeah. kind of a competition to see who can do it the least. I think that's I think that's the goal of the competition, though Tanner makes it seem like it's the opposite. I think that the competition, I don't even know if it's a competition. I think it's just to be like, hey, this is my time. And then you're like, oh, yeah, we spent that much time on that app. So it's just something that we started and haven't stopped yet. Dang, Steven has spent five hours on uh, Christian mingles and <laughs> farmers only. And so I have a coworker who is uh, who is Jewish. And he was telling me that there's a Jewish specific uh, app called the Locks Club. Okay. And like, n- no, I don't know if it's like is the, it that? the hair. Um, See, I, it could be a, that. Or specific be, word, but I don't know what the word is for. Or um, it could be like, I think Locks is like salmon. It's like some sort of fish that they put on okay. bagels. I think they do that around a uh, holiday. I, I don't gotcha. know. I'm admittedly not super brushed up on jewish culture sorry gotcha. sorry to our point for jewish listeners yeah i'm sure um if i were i just need to say this if i were yeah. to ever use a dating app it yeah. would be christian mingle due to my religious beliefs that are very strong and i go to church never would you, so would you use that app to like get christian people to meet you and then you would try to make them not christian or like, like not try to religious? make them agnostic or something yes agnostic um, I'm a very opponent of dating apps in general. If I were to ever use one, it would be for that purpose. I remember, I don't know how many years ago it was. We were at Stephen W's house and Tyler Stark, Tyler, not going to give a last name. And I uh, got you to re-download Tinder or Bumble. It might've been both actually. This was probably four years ago. And and (laughs) we sat, we sat uh, beside you on the couch and we were just swiping. Yeah. We were trying to get you. Yeah. And I, I woke up the next morning with a message saying, hey, I think we work together. You want to go out? And I was like, <laughs> nope. Yeah. So you set me up for that. That was a great conversation. She worked at a different branch. And I was like, oh, awkward. You're so that's welcome. legitimately the last time that I actively used any sort of dating app was probably like four or five years ago because I just don't don't mess with them like that. But people find success on them. More power to them. Do you think you would do you think you'd ever seriously use one? Um. I just like meeting, like if I am going to meet someone, I would like for it to be in an organic manner. Uh, dating apps, I don't know if I talked about this before on the podcast, but they make me see, they seem very superficial. Like you're judging somebody based upon their profile and their appearance. And something about that seems off-putting to me. And yeah. also people are doing it to me as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you're, you're crafting your perfect self in quotes. And I just don't like that aspect and element of it. Granted, Maybe eventually down the line I will, but at the moment I don't know. I mean, I am in a newer area, so it's harder to like meet even friends. Yeah. So I know that they have like friend aspects, so I probably do it for friends at least. But I don't know about the whole dating thing. Gotcha. So would you ever be set up? Like, like if you it, had a friend who was like, "Hey, I think you'd be great with this person that I know that you haven't met yet." That's happened twice in my life, and it's not gone well. So I don't know because then there's also like those preconceived notions where you're being set up with the intent to date somebody 
you know, or like the mm-hmm. intent that this is going to be yeah. romantic. So you're like, Hey, you want to go on a double date? Like you're already, there's already like some sort of unspoken pressure that is kind of like yeah. bearing on your mind. Like, Oh, I have to impress this person because it's a date. I have to have sex tonight. <laughs> no, that's not where I was going that's, what that's, that's, that's Steven's, uh, thought of mind every time he goes into a first date so just just so you know ladies um <laughs> he's not gonna say anything out loud because his mom's in the same room and she no she's gone. she's gone <laughs> no i've actually i've been on one date ever in my life one, one ever date what do you mean one date ever? one you date like- where like i went out with somebody to a place like asked them out on an actual date and it was a double date with tanner and we went to go see i think amazing spider-man 2 or something that's the only time like I've been on a date, like with former romantic people, like there was no taking them out for dinner or anything like that. We just kind of naturally started hanging out and then like we'd go out to get ice cream or something, but I don't know if that'd be a date I, or I not. That as a date. Oh, yeah. then I've been on a few. Yeah. You've been on, <laughs> but, you've, you've been on many dates. How about like a first? So like when you have been set up with somebody, did you, did you guys meet in public place or, or was it at a party or like, what was the situation? The first time I was set up with somebody was a double date to the, the county the, member Kelsey or Kelly, one of our former guests, Kelly, I went on a double date with her and her cousin. Oh, yeah, I fifth wheeled that one. Yeah, that was a setup yeah. date. And then the other one we were at in our mutual friend's basement and the girl just walked down. I was like, hey, and I've never met her before. And people surprised me with, hey, you were talking to this girl. And I was like, this is horrifying. <laughs> I did not like this at all. So that's my two experiences. And it was it's like an good. intervention. It's like your friends held an intervention and the problem was you being single. Well, yeah. And then the no, other, we- <laughs> the, uh, the, the other date that I was with was also like a double date. And the gal I was with, I was telling her a story about one of our high school classmates and it was not like a very clean story. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, Oh, my brother's dating that girl now. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> like I told a story that was not kosher for yeah like i didn't expect for her brother to be dating the person i was saying a story about yeah that's and a i was like beat. oh no this is rough so yeah my history with you know <laughs> being set up not great not great at all so, well I'm i driving. you know i i wish you the best of luck <laughs> thank you <laughs> with with the trying to find somebody without using an app it's definitely possible yeah um, so we're just chilling i think it's a little bit tougher yeah. for you now that you're not like when you have a network of people that can introduce you to folks, I think that makes it a lot easier to right. meet people versus like if you move to a new place, like when I moved to New Jersey, I had a cousin who was like in her forties and like went to PTA meetings. Like I, who's she going to set me up with? Right. Probably, right. probably not. Yeah. Then I'm uh, thriving in New Jersey. You just got it. That's, I mean, it was terrifying to use apps for the first time. Like I was, you know, yeah, I was you would more, send me locations to make sure you weren't getting murdered. I did. I did do that <laughs> at least once or twice. Yeah. You're like, like in case I don't reply, this is where I'm at. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. No, that's Correct a good system up. though. I it, our listeners, you should do that too. Like if you're going to meet somebody for the first time, text a friend, tell them the address where you're going to be meeting and yeah. tell them like if you don't hear back from me within 20 minutes, you know, send send the marines. <laughs> send the marines, send a SWAT. <laughs> send Rambo. <laughs> Dude, I would I would ask that you do you think rich people have like private armies in the US? I think that like a Blackwater situation. Oh yeah, there's probably like some people that travel and they're like ten people deep at least with like yeah some stuff that's probably not street legal. You know, Drake's got like eight people. Yeah, Drake's rolling deep with people. I don't know if his people would be strapped or not. Like, I'm sure some of them might be, but they might be like actual bodyguards. Yeah, 
Whereas like, I'm sure there's a compound somewhere in this country where there's guards. Yeah. But it's probably for like someone doing some shady business. For real. For real. I would like, if I had enough money and like resources and you texted me and you're like, Hey man, I'm going to meet this woman for the first time. Uh, we're going to meet in a BDSM dungeon. <laughs> and I've never done this before. Yeah, it checks out so far. And then you're like, all right, if I don't text back in 20, you know, send help. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I would say I would if I had the resources, I would like airdrop like uh, Zero Dark 30. Have you ever seen yeah. that movie? Mm-hmm. I would have Marines I appreciate like, helicopter that. into this BDSM place. Yeah. And they would rescue you from being tied up. And I'm guessing <laughs> I'm <laughs> do you want do you want your mom to get on this episode? No, I don't. She's gone. <laughs> She's gone. You keep looking over in the side. It's like, are you do you not want me to say anything else? No, I'm also looking at the lines to excite you. <laughs> I'm keeping an eye on uh, our, our painful Detroit Lions. Oh god. Yeah, okay. not painful. What's even more painful is the fact that your wide receiver, uh who I've talked a lot of crap with about actually is killing me. He's got like 45 points. Wow. He's pretty good. Five touchdowns and one broken child. 48 points. My yeah, I'm, I'm so going to lose this week. Holy it's fuck. a, it's, it's a rough, rough look for you, boy. Anyways, what do you hate? We haven't gotten to your hate yet. Where did this? Oh, this started with an iPad. <laughs> this started with an iPad and trans <laughs> transferred into dating apps and all of this other stuff. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> My hate. All right. So I I want to like sit down and actually type out a hate it because there's like this one thing I've been hating for a while that I just can't. I, I want to be prepared for it is what I'm saying. Right. I hate it here, which is a spur of the moment thing is Florida Gators. And I don't mean the, the football team or the university, <laughs> um, even though they look they got beat this weekend did you see that they got upset i by did Kentucky. see them get bodied first time losing in lexington since 1986 or something wow. like that. it's a rough look for the gators uh but there's two gator stories so last okay i think it was last episode i talked about a youtube video of gators biting each other's arms off yeah so this week we did <laughs> two stories two stories out of the sunshine state about gators uh the first is a Florida seven-year-old who hooked a bass while fishing with his dad ended up losing his catch and his pole when an alligator darted out of the water and grabbed the fish. Have you seen this video yet? No. It was all over the interwebs for 12 minutes yesterday. But it's this like little boy who's seven years old, as it says. And he's standing probably, I want to say five feet away, maybe six feet. He's social distancing from the water. Uh, this, this pond. And he catches, you see him like reeling the fish. He's like, wow, I got it, dad. And he gets the fish barely on land. And then you just see like this gator snake up onto <laughs> the land within three feet of this kid and bites the bass. And uh, you can hear the dad in the recording. He's like, oh my God. And my first thought is, wow, I'm glad the gator didn't get the kid, but right. also this was very close to being that exact situation. <laughs> Florida Gators scare me. And I don't, I don't know why people down there just seem so ca- casual with them. Like this right. other guy, this other Florida man, our favorite right wing, Johnny Appleseed <laughs> was, he spotted an alligator wandering through his neighborhood and captured the gator with a garbage can. I saw that one. That's the one that I did see with him. Just like kind of 
pushing the the garbage yes. against it's the like gator over, and the gator gets in and he like picks yeah. him up upright so that was really good catching by him i guess he's an ex-military guy so yeah Checks they out. probably do like training right they do that like fort bragg that's like gator snatching yeah uh i don't get the state though like it's <laughs> it's full of crazy stories i think like a third of the crazy stories we talked about on this pod have been about florida um you love a Florida story. I love a Florida story. I want to go to Florida occasionally, like in the winter time. I'm definitely like, oh, I want to get some sunshine. I want to feel happiness. Yeah. I want some vitamin D. But then you have to deal with guys running coke, punching flamingos and gators all over the place. What What is scarier to you? Are you more scared of, okay, big three, gators, lions, or tarantulas? What's like gators? Scary? You think gators? Yeah. Like they're tarantulas suck, but I mean, you can at least kill them. They're... Could you? I, w- I would stab them. I get like a butter knife, carve them up. Think um, about an alligator. Yeah. I guess like gators and lions, you're going to know they're there, right? Like they're hard yeah. to miss. A tarantula, though, could just be posted up. Can like, a tarantula and... kill you? Are they poisonous? They're not poisonous, they're just ugly. They're ugly. They're hairy. They do this like weird thing where they they rub their legs together and they get pokey hairs in your eyes so you can't see. It's weird. I don't like any of them. Actually, what else? Oh, I messed it up. It wasn't supposed to be lines. It was supposed to be snakes, but whatever. I'm moving on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mess with gators. Why not? I don't mess with. What do you don't mess with? I'm going to start off this hate it here because I still have two more to go. I want to quote somebody. I want to quote Donald Trump. Yeah, your favorite. Is that okay? Fefe? Look he at my said, African-American here. <laughs> he said, nobody knew healthcare. He said, nobody knew healthcare could be so complicated. I got to agree with him there. You know, um, going from having healthcare to not having healthcare, because I've dropped from full-time to part-time for my graduate assistantship, which doesn't give me healthcare. I have no healthcare at the moment. And in order to stay on my plan with Wildfire, I have to pay $450 a month to stay on that plan. Mm-hmm. And that's four hundred fifty dollars that I don't know if I'll ever need to spend on healthcare. And then if I sign up for the um, like the marketplace, which is like the Affordable Care Act, I believe, mm-hmm. if I sign up through there, they make it super duper confusing. So I don't know what I'm signing up for. So, long story short, can I not have healthcare without getting fined? Because I'm going to get fined if no. I don't have healthcare. So no, I need healthcare. The, that's part of the Obamacare mandate, right? That's like the thing. That's one thing I think everybody doesn't like is yeah. the fact that you have to, or else you get. A financial penalty. So if I if I want healthcare, I have to either pay four hundred fifty dollars a month or sign into something that I need to like spend exhaustive time researching that I don't have. I think you should look into the affordable uh, the HSA. I think we I talked ha- about. That I have before. an HSA. Yeah. Oh, you do have an HSA. Yeah. But through wildfire. And you're are you saying you're losing that? Because I'm not full time. That I don't have. I'm not covered by them. Can you get an HSA through the public marketplace? I'm going to try. I have to look into it. But like I said, I got to put a lot of energy that, into it between the HSA 450 a month. Is that what you're saying? If I wanted to keep my, my current healthcare plan that I got through work, it would be $450 a month oh. for health, dental, and vision. Also, why are those separate? I don't know. Also, why, which one falls, which one does therapy fall under? Cause you know, your boy needs his brain to be good. Mm-hmm. And that's probably under the, the bulk of it with the healthcare. So it's like, yeah. It just is so much more complicated than it has to be. So Donald Trump, I agree with you. No, nobody knew healthcare could be so complicated. 
Healthcare. At least the, the president should know that it's not comp- that, that it is complicated when they yeah. get office. But me as a as a layman, as somebody who doesn't know and who gets any- laid. Nope, not true either. Somebody <laughs> who doesn't get any sort of a knowledge about healthcare. It sucks. Yeah. No, healthcare, you you know, I, I hate seeing Europeans on Twitter and Reddit dunking <laughs> on the US, but they're always dunking on the US because there's there's like clips of people going to like London and other places in Europe and being like how much do you think an ambulance ride costs in the US? 30 bucks, 50 pounds, 100 euros. And they're like, no, it's, it's like $3,000. And they're yeah. like, hey, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> it's expensive to live here. It's crazy expensive to live here. It is. Healthcare sucks. It does. But you want to know it doesn't suck? Hmm. Google. No. Eh, okay. Continue. Cool. Taking all your data. That's fine because they give us things like Google Drive, Google Docs, Google Sheets, Google Form. Everything that is interconnected through hey. Google saves on a cloud. And at Oakland, where I work now, we use everything for the Google Drive. And let me tell you, it is very nice that everything is interconnected because with my student account, I can access all the graduate assistantship that I need, like all the documents that I'm color coding. I'm colorblind, by the way, but my boss was like, hey, will you color code this? I was like, sure. Do you let them know you're <laughs> colorblind? I did. I, I told her and she's like, I forget. Sorry. I mean, it's fine. I don't really care. I, I literally just Google purple color code and copy the six digit, like the six number digit code thing for mm-hmm. the color and then copy and paste it into the color wheel and it brings oh, nice. up the color I want. So that's how actually how I get by being colorblind. Uh, like a little life pro hack there for you. But wow. Yeah. So I do like Google, kind of like how Apple has like your watch and laptop and phone and everything combined. The ecosystem. So easy. The ecosystem. It is very easy. And they might take all your data, but at this point, uh, being 26 years old, I'm pretty certain that everywhere is going to take my data and try to do targeted ads or sell it or something. So I'm kind of just numb to it at this point, which is probably a very bad thing to become numb to, but I'm just familiar with them taking my data. So it's fine. Yeah. No, I, I do appreciate ecosystems like that. That's part of the thing. Bring it back to my iPad real quick. When It was so easy to set up. Like All I had to do was hold my phone close to the iPad. And I didn't have to enter any passwords or anything. Exactly. It was just like, it's like, here we go. Easy mode, easy mode. It's unlocked. You have your contacts, all of your messages, all your photos. Everything's all linked together. Very Perfect. simple, very easy. Yeah, boy's a fan of it. Um, and then, yeah, you and I, we use Google stuff all the time. Yeah, like we use the drive for this. We use Got Docs for this. We use everything for this. So it's yeah, very, shout very, out, very, shout out to Google. very convenient. Did you see that? Uh, I don't know if it was San Francisco, like someplace... Maybe it was California someplace uh, gave the okay for Google and some other companies to do more public testing of driverless cars. No. Do you do you feel good about that? At some point, I would like to have autonomous cars, but at the same time, I don't know if we'll get to a point where in our life where that's like the norm. Yeah. I think that people are eager about it, but I don't think that the technology is going to be there in for us to like before we're like 70 i don't think we've I, we may have talked that about that might have been that might be dramatic i think that the way that technology has even increased in the last 10 years yeah could certainly be popular do i think that the marketplace and consumers will go and gravitate toward that i don't think oh. so no that's my biggest thing is i don't think that that technology can work coinciding with human drivers correct i think that i think you, it, it would have to be like that um did you send that link to me about the city in the middle of the desert that like a billionaire wants to build yes that is a situation where if you go from like the ground up and you're like hey it's gonna be all electric all autonomous nobody's personally driving 
it's like a grid like a a grid like a yeah like a grid with cameras and technology all like linking together that's a situation we're sure autonomous cars could work together but i don't think in a place certainly not in our hometown not here in jersey i can not- see that happening in a place like san francisco or palo alto where it's like the tech industry is booming there yeah. and then they all venture capitalists are like oh let's do this and so i can see that happening for like a san francisco or like maybe even neighborhoods within san francisco like where all the tech people are or something like i could see a super progressive super liberal town being like yo no we should do this and then just kind of having a mandate where it is all self-driving cars but again that's probably really problematic yeah you're still you're still relying on americans willingness to give up <laughs> their freedom to do stuff yeah right so I think we've definitely seen in the last 18 months that um, they do not want to give up anything. Yeah, we're inherently selfish human beings. Yeah. So what a great note to end. Wow. <laughs> wow. Is that, is that, yeah, I guess that's that our is. ending. That's our ending for now. It is. Episode so 47 Stephen loves, Stephen loves the American healthcare system. I do. It's um, perfect. I hate gators. You do. I love Trader Joe's and five guys. Which, okay, those are hard to dispute, though. Five Guys, objectively good. Not good for you, but objectively, like, tastes really good. Yes. TJ's, in my opinion, better than Whole Foods. If you're going for, like, an upscale grocer, I think TJ's is good. It's small, right? right? It's, like, all, it is small. It's, like, all, they have a lot of vegan products. And they have, like, a lot of um, free trade, I think is what it's called. Like, a bunch of stuff that is, like, eco, environmentally friendly, all of that stuff where it's not coming from bad areas i guess so i guess this is the time for us to do the sign off guys we only have how many more episodes even five, five. Wait, four, this we're is doing 47 five so we have 48 49 50 51 and 52 we have five remaining ones five remaining my mom will be a guest on one of these i would love that i would love so, that your mom i think that'd be cool i'd love to have um, you on here too listener yeah you who's <laughs> listening to this via spotify yeah or apple podcast the, or apple anchor podcast. Yes. Where we're located. If you have any questions, if you want to be a guest, if you want to send us mailbag questions, if you want to tell us we're bad and then we should have ended like 10 episodes ago, you can do that as well. I love it here. I hate it here at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Love, hate it here. I don't use the Twitter anymore, so you probably shouldn't follow us. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. I love it here. I hate it here. And that is all. If you guys want to kind of give us like a, a good, good goodbye or something. And if you want to be a guest, just let us know. And peace and love. Stay beautiful.